What's up, friends? You are in for a treat because this is our very first edition of the Side Gig Profit Hour that won't last an hour. Here on the Entrepreneur Adventure Podcast, I am your host as always. Uh, today, operating without a co-host, uh, the host sometimes known as the Side Gig Prophet. And here's the reason why. Number one is that I have a degree in Bible and theology. My name's Joshua Daniel. I'm named after some like Old Testament leaders, Old Testament prophets, if you will. So I'm paying lineage to my upbringing, to my education. I'm a son of a preacher man who's the son of a preacher man who was the son of a preacher man. I'm in the lineage, man. You know what I'm saying? So uh, the sidekick prophet. And then I got my start in business doing something that would traditionally be considered a side gig. So came up with the name Side Gig Prophet. I love it. It speaks to who I am because I do get downright evangelical about helping you to create side gig profits. So you got a little play on the words there too. You know what I'm saying? Profit with a P-H, me. Profit with an F-I-T because when you start earning those side gig profits, you get financially fit. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. So we want to make you, help you make, excuse me. We don't want to make you do anything that you don't want to do. But we want to help you make some profit in your business. That's the whole reason we started the Entrepreneur Adventure podcast was we knew when Chad and I were starting out, we there weren't really a whole lot of podcasts back then. And so I'd listened to some stuff. There, there were a few. I listened to some things early in the early days when I was working crazy hours late, late at night. And, uh, you know, just had to find something that was somewhat resonate. But our audience who we're talking to is like, man, if you're in that adventure, like if you're in the journey, you know what I'm saying? If you're out there trying to make this thing work, we want to help you learn some lessons, get some motivation, some inspiration that will help you earn and keep profit for yourself. So I am the sidekick profit. That's who I am in this podcast. And I'm also the host again, Chad's the co-host always, but today's not today. He is just not here, uh, but we're going to talk about four reasons why you should start a side gig. I won't say immediately because some of you guys like to, you're more of a slow process type thinker. You need to think about it, but I'm going to say this month, four reasons why you should start a side gig this month. So number one is to, for those who are quick witted, quick processing like me, I don't want to keep you waiting, but for you other processors, take your time. We'll get there. Four reasons why you should start a side gig this month. Number one is Chad's favorite thing to talk about. Uh, he's the serial CFO. He's an accountant. He is, you know, wants to talk about taxes, but it's the tax advantages. So if you're an employee in the United States of America, then you have a certain set of tax laws that you have to live by. And the moment you become a business owner, which by the way, when you start a side gig, you become a business owner. Your business may be super small. It may be a micro enterprise. Y'all remember the micro machine man talked really fast. You may have a micro enterprise, a very small business when you get started, but even that will set you up to file a business tax return and therefore be considered by the IRS as a business owner. And in the process of doing that, my friend, you will create huge financial opportunity for you because the tax code is written for business owners. You're like, why is that? That doesn't seem fair. Why would it be written for business owners? Well, if you're not a business owner, then you have a job, right? And who created your job? A business owner, right? Either a business owner or your good buddy, Uncle Sam, because you either work for a business or you work for the government. A lot of higher education just is the government. Other higher education, it's private business. It's the way it goes. So you're either working for someone who created a job or you're a job creator. And it, being a job creator, because we need jobs, right? 
for our economy to, to like flow. We need people creating jobs, people getting jobs so people can make money and spend it. There's going to be incentives to help the business owner because the business owner's job is to create jobs, create opportunity for other people. So you're getting tax advantages. Now, starting a side gig, let me tell you a couple things. This is very like early on. As soon as you start your side gig, there are some expenses that you currently have probably right now. I'm going to hold one up. You ready for it? Very exciting. It's your smartphone. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably listening to it on a smartphone. You're probably paying, I don't know, $100 a month for your cell phone service. Pretty, that's kind of like the low end these days, I think. When you calculate all the things, you might be, you might have financed your phone. Um, but either way, your cell phone and your cell phone bill, your smartphone, your smartphone bill, those would most likely be things that you would need to have to run your side gig, which would make them then at least partially business expenses. So you can, when you, instead of just paying that out of your after-tax dollars you get on your job, now you're going to look at that as a business expense. So you're not paying your cell phone bill. You're not paying for your smartphone with just after-tax dollars. You're actually paying for it with before tax dollars because it's a business expense. Therefore, it's a business loss that you can write off. Now, I'm not the serial CFO. You guys will have to listen to him for all the details of that, but just this is one of them very commonly that would turns it as soon as you be, as soon as you got a side gig, as soon as you're a business owner, this could qualify as a expense that you can write off on your taxes, which will benefit you in your wallet or your pocketbook. Uh, I still say pocketbook. My wife makes fun of me, but growing up, my mama had a pocketbook. Uh, some other things. Home internet. Most likely you have home internet. Well, do you think there's a possibility that in your business you're going to need to use internet? Is your home or is your business when you start a side gig is typically going to be a home-based business? So your home internet, it at least partially qualify as a business expense, which would be a business write-off, a tax write-off. We all love tax write-offs, right? But when you're an employee, you just don't get that many. But when you're a business owner, you get a bunch. So the tax advantages from having your own side gig, from being a business owner, can be really, really helpful for you as far as your cash flow and what you get back on your taxes if you pay a lot of stuff in. But I'm just telling you that the IRS is set up for business owners. Like they, the tax code is set up for business owners. And so you got it. That's again, it's a reason why you got to start a side gig ASAP. One more thing. This is something that people don't think about, but um, your travel. So if you are starting a side gig, Man, I would tell you, go to a business conference. Like in in your travel, or you might be going go somewhere fun to go to a business conference. Go to go to Las Vegas, go to Hawaii for a business conference. So at least a portion of that trip will be you'll be able to write off if it has if it's connected with your side gig. Now, you know, if your side gig is painting model cars and you go to uh, Hawaii for a comic book convention, it may not work out that way for you. I don't know what you're gonna do, but you will start to see how you can leverage a legitimately, ethically, morally, there's no problems with this, but you can see where you can kind of wrap your lifestyle around your business and find ways to write things off that are legitimate that you can write off. I'm not telling you to do anything, write off anything that you shouldn't. I'm just telling you that there are opportunities and advantages once you have a business in hand, once you got your side gig going, that will help you keep some money back in your pocket instead of sending it to Uncle Sam. I, listen, I love family members. You know, give give Uncle Sam every dollar, every dime that you legitimately owe him. But if you don't legitimately owe it and you can start a side gig and therefore not legitimately owe some more, then uh, then do that, my friends. So number one is tax advantages. It's huge. By the way, also paying someone to do your taxes. 
you can write that off too. So big deal. Uh, so number one is the tax advantage. I'm telling you, these are huge. Serial CFO Chad Brown will talk about it. He will, he will talk nonstop about it. He could she, he'll start his own podcast where he can be the host where he'll talk just about that. Uh, the second thing, man, it can be a lot of fun. So a lot of people don't think about business being entertaining or energetic or fun. They're just, they, they see business and making money as a means to an end. So what well, I go to my job, not because I want to, not because I like it, uh, because I have to, like, I got to do something to make money. And so I, you know, I got my job and this is what I do. If, by the way, if you're listening and you are watching and you like your job, kudos, man, like congrats. That's awesome. Most people don't, the average person doesn't really like what they do. They don't hate it, but they just, if they could spend their time doing something else, they would. It's a means to an end to make money. But with your business, it doesn't have to be that way. You could start a side gig, honestly, where you love every single minute of it. In fact, here's what I would tell you to do. If you have a hobby where you just really enjoy doing something, is there a business you can wrap around that hobby? Now, listen, you can't have your hobby just as a business, but you can turn your hobby into a business and you got to figure this part out, but say, okay, what is there a way for me to take this thing that I really enjoy doing anyway and wrap a business around it? And so therefore some of the expenses that I have associated with this become business expenses. And I may be able to create an opportunity for myself to make some money doing something that I really enjoy. Now, if you've ever read the book, The E-Myth or heard of it, he talks about this idea. This is someone taking something they love and putting all their hopes and dreams in the creation of that. And he says, oftentimes that doesn't go very well. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a side gig. So if you love playing golf on the weekends, is there a way for you to turn, for you to create a side gig, create a side business that's wrapped around the sport of golf? Can you make golf t-shirts? Can you make golf tees? Can you um, somehow create a, some golf tournaments? I don't know. Just, it's just an idea, right? So can you find something that you already love and you love spending time with? And can you build a business around that? I've known lots of people that have, and it's getting like, oh man, I love classic cars. And so here's an idea for you. This one's free, by the way. If you're listening to this, just take this one and run with it. Let's say you love classic cars and you love photography. Well, then go to classic car shows if you're already doing this and take your camera and take pictures of the classic cars and turn them into calendars that you sell. Don't tell me you couldn't sell that dude a calendar if you got a picture of his car in it. You know, and it's just, well, that might be a terrible idea, by the way. I don't know. I think it's good. But if you love classic cars, why not? Why not try to figure out, is there a way I can make money going to car shows? Because I like going to car shows anyway. So can I make it into a, to a business and figure it out? So number one is the tax advantages. That's one reason you should start. Number two is, man, it can be a lot of fun. I had some side gigs. I loved, man. I loved every minute I spent in those side gigs. So you can have a lot of fun with your side gig. The third reason I would tell you why you should start a side gig this month is because it's an opportunity to learn and to grow as we age in life and get older. So if you think about this, like you're in you know school, high school, and there's always this like bump up where like you're going to get to that next stage of life where you're going to learn something new. You're going to do something new. It's just you're graduating through life, right? Man, these days, by the way, my kids graduate from like every grade, it seems like. I'm like, golly, how many caps and gowns do I got to buy? But you do, you elevate through life in the early years, in your you know teenage years, and you man, you get out of high school and like a lot of us go to college and then it's like, oh, okay, well now it's, I'm going to, you know, I got to buy a house and get married and have kids, all this stuff. That's like the next thing. But at a certain point, it kind of stops a little bit. It's like, oh, okay, now you had kids. Now you're gonna have grandkids one day. And so well, that might be 20 or 25 years, you know, like that's not gonna be tomorrow. What's next. And so we can lose opportunities to really grow to the next level. And so having a side gig, having a business can create those opportunities for you. I cannot tell you how much I learned and how much personally and professionally I developed, I grew as a person and a professional through side gigs. 
And so, man, it's, it's just a chance to elevate. Now, what are your options against that? Recreational things, there's nothing wrong with that. You might love water sports and, you know, going skiing or, or, or snow skiing or fishing or hunting or whatever. You may have something you love doing. You're like, I don't, I don't, I'm not worried about it. I'm learning and growing in that. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. But again, you can create a business and you know what, let's, let's try this out. And if you've never had a business before, then it's an opportunity, right? Like it's something new. You got to learn some things, which means to some degree, it's going to be fun. And some degree, sometimes it's not fun because in order for us to grow, well, in order for you to learn something, you got to not know something, right? Like you have, you're increasing knowledge. So sometimes you can feel like, oh man, I was kind of dumb. I didn't know that. And also there's things you're going to do maybe you haven't done before. But again, that's how you get better, man. It stretches you. When they, I remember my grandma when she was getting older and she would do crossword puzzles. And they said like, well, doing crossword puzzles is a way that you can stay mentally sharp. Well, starting a side gig and starting a business is a way to do the same thing. And really at whatever age you are, it's a way for you to elevate, learn, and grow. So that's the third reason. And the fourth reason is you just might be successful at this deal. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm giving you a couple reasons here. Like, well, you get some tax advantages. You know, it can be fun. You're going to learn and grow. But what if you like fall in love with this entrepreneur adventure? And you're like, man, this side gig is, it's, this is a lot of fun. Like, I'm, I'm having a good time. Uh, I have created these tax advantages for myself. That's pretty cool. That actually gives me some more cash flow. And man, I'm learning and growing and I'm really starting to see something a little bit different. Like I'm starting to see something better for myself. Um, I'm, I started a side gig before I even have a full-time gig. So it became, it was my full-time gig before I had a full-time gig. But I'm going to tell you, I learned so much about, uh, man, the, the, the country, our economic system. Like I just, I had a blast and I learned and, and I grew and it was what having the side gig for me is what eventually led to being a full-time business owner. I had a job when I, when I, you know, was starting to try to do my own side gig in the beginning. And uh, I wasn't successful in the first one. I wasn't successful in the second, but around the third or fourth, I started this little side gig. My wife and I started one that's become our full-time income today. It's, it's, it's our deal. It's what we do. And um, so it just might be successful. You may find that you enjoy it. And you're like, man, I, I see a future for myself here. Like I see where I'm able to elevate and to grow and to get better. And I'll tell you a lot of my, I won't say all my hopes and dreams have come true, you know, as far as in doing this, but a lot of the things I wrote down in my first side gig is like, oh, this is, these are some hopes and dreams I would like to accomplish to achieve in my life. Now I'm starting to hit some of those things. Now I've been doing this for a minute, right? So that was 20, I was 22 years old when I started my first side gig. I'm 40 years old now. So I'm 18 years from that time period. But I'm telling you, friends, I found some success doing this thing. And it's been a lot of fun. And again, I've all these other things that the first three things I talked about, they've all been true as well. But I'm succeeding at this. And you just might find that your side gig becomes successful too. And maybe it's not your first one. Maybe it's not your second. Maybe it's your third or fourth. Maybe it is your first. Like you don't really know until you start until you try, until you put some effort in. What I've seen with most of my peers is they've done this, is they maybe started here and they're like, either ah, this isn't for me, let me let me do this. Or they started here and they're like, this isn't it, but I think it's just like a little bit over. Like, And you just kind of, as you're growing, you learn and you figure out, the, I think the biggest thing you learn is yourself. You, learn, you can learn your own strengths, your own weaknesses, what makes you come alive and what maybe is just like, ah, oh, this is just something I'm interested in. But this thing right here is like, I get passionate about that. So my friends, those are four reasons why you should start a side gig this month. Don't wait. Don't don't analyze it too much. Uh, it's okay if you if you fail because you're not really failing. 
like you're going to learn and you can pivot. There's no big deal. Like it's okay. It's okay. If, if you don't, if it's not perfect, if you, if you mess it up, it's who cares, man, like you're getting better. You're having fun. You're setting yourself up for tax advantages. And again, if you do find something that you're passionate about, then you can chase it down. You can be successful and you can really start seeing maybe how some of your hopes and dreams may come to fruition from some, you know, goofy little side gig business you started, right? How many times have we heard the story about Bill Gates started Microsoft in his basement and Jeff Bezos and all these guys, but legit, they started some of these companies in their dorm rooms in college, those little side gigs, and they've created great wealth uh, through doing it. Not going to get into if I like those guys or not, or any conspiracy theories, but I might start a conspiracy theory podcast someday soon because some of them are true. Anyway, that being said, this is the side gig profit hour, which again, I don't even know how many, how, much, how many minutes it was. It wasn't an hour. That's okay. You don't have to be good at this. You can fail forward, right? Uh, but we will be doing this once a month at the Entrepreneur Adventure Podcast while we're side gig profit hour. Uh, same thing with Serial CFO. And so if you guys are getting something out of, out of these podcasts, if you enjoy listening to me and Chad really just be mean to each other uh, in a playful way, then like, uh, comment, share, whatever it is you do with podcasts these days, uh, subscribe. That's a good one. Leave us a review, uh, share our social media stuff. Uh, we set out to really like, we want to do a podcast. But we want to, we don't want to do a podcast. Like just like everybody else does. We want to have fun doing this. We want you to learn and grow, but we definitely want to make sure we're having fun while we're doing it. So my friends until next time, we'll see you later. If you're a fan of the entrepreneur adventure podcast, we would love to hear about it. You can leave us a review right here on your favorite podcast app. You can subscribe to the podcast or you can find us on Instagram at The Entrepreneur Adventure. Until next time, thank you for joining us.